It's a mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 60 in 7.5. She'll do a quarter of a mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower, 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is, performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. And we are back, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Again, thanks for listening to us. Again, live at the Rocky Mountain Car Show and Swap Meet up in Broomfield at the Rocky Mountain Regional Airport. And we appreciate y'all joining us today. And lots of folks have been by. we got lots of great giveaways as well. Tanner from KLZ, our station. He actually is one of our riders, is here helping out today. My wife's here. Judy, Kent's wife, is here as well. Josh from... Legacy Automotive and Ridgeline Auto Brokers, Justin from Ridgeline Auto Brokers and Legacy Automotive as well. And, guys, thanks, by the way, for coming down and helping out. We appreciate it very much. And Justin and I were just talking. You guys were, were kind of gone, but we were just talking. This place is – it's not like standing room only, but there are people everywhere. Every spot is full. We've parked things down the middle of the aisles. This is the fullest I've seen this in – the entire time I've been doing this. This is fantastic. Yeah. There's that many people here. Nice. It is absolutely awesome. It's You couldn't have ordered a better weather day either. It is perfect. absolutely 79 degrees. It's gorgeous. It's not super hot. It's just a great day. We just had a great uh, kind of a, a national anthem, and they did a flyover with some of the old uh, I don't know what kind of, what do you call those planes, Josh? You're the airplane guy. What were those? Oh, they're called RV4s, so they're kind of like a, a little sports car is what they are. Okay. So there was five of them that do they a little flyover, a little smoke yep. coming out. Okay. Pretty so cool. a dumb question on my part. Where does the smoke come from? They have a little a can that they light on fire, and it burns oh, and produces yeah. the smoke. So. Okay. So it's they've got the ability to control that when it, it comes out and all a that. A little switch and lights it off and huh. burns and makes the smoke, then you shut it off. Very cool. Yeah, so as you guys can all tell, Josh is our resident airplane guy. He is the airplane guy. I'm not an air, I would love to be an airplane guy, but you've got to be dedicated to flying airplanes, and you've got to do it on a regular basis. And if you're not committed to doing that, then don't start, and that's me. Right. I can't dedicate that much time to doing all of that as much as I would love to. And to me, that's just something I've always had a, just wanted to do, one of those goals I've always wanted to do. But until you, Dan taught me that, my old cohort Dan taught me that if you don't have the time to fly on a very regular basis, and I mean almost weekly, Josh, don't do it, right? Yeah, don't do it. Wow. And then the money and the time to keep the airplane flying, too. Yeah, and, and the reason they say to do it is it's it's not like driving, where you can kind of get in a car. You maybe haven't driven for a year. You get in a car. Things really haven't changed a whole lot. Yeah, you got to be defensive and all that. But that's not the same as flying, is it? It's not. I mean, you have different weather conditions. You have all these things, so you need to be on your A game all the time. you got to be proficient, right? You do. Yeah, yeah Dan always said the... And sorry if anybody's listening, and, and I don't need to offend anybody, but this was Dan's words, not mine. He said the two worst pilots you always had to watch out for are doctors and lawyers because they'll fly when they're not supposed to Right? because they typically have a little larger ego than what they probably should have, and they fly at times. Dan always also said that the biggest issue with crashes in airplanes is typically lack of patience. Mm -hmm. You fly when you're not supposed to because you get impatient. Oh, I can do that. I can make it. I can get through this. I can get through that. Rather than just sitting still, waiting it out, doing whatever, they fly when they're not supposed to. True or it not? Very true. 
And airplanes are a lot like motorcycles. You know, when you ride a motorcycle, you need to be way ahead of that motorcycle, way ahead of that airplane. The second you are, you know, on the motorcycle and you're just right with the motorcycle or the airplane, you're, you're in trouble. Okay. So, so it's very same principle. It's the same principle. So Dan wasn't wrong. No, he's not. <laughs> well, Dan's got a lot of hours under his he belt. Does. So he's got a lot there of hours. There goes another old World War II plane. Very cool. That's pretty nice. Yeah, it is. Wow. Okay, so real quick, Josh, what's a plane like that cost and to run and maintain and all of that? Any ideas? That one. That's the old one with the canopy that slides right, forward and the exactly. whole thing. That's, that's an old Texan trainer is what that is. And, you know, the price tag on it is probably only a mil, two mil, but keeping that thing running, I mean, an engine overhaul is probably close to a million dollars on that thing now. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's a whole other world. I, I mean, it, it, that's outside of the car world. That's a whole different world now, <laughs> yeah. right? Well, parts that are a hundred dollars on the car are at least a thousand bucks on, there on an airplane. So just, <laughs> you just oh, add a zero, it's right? A ten time, at least a ten-time <laughs> multiplier on every part. So, that's hilarious. And sometimes they're the same part, but one comes with a little yellow slip that says it's certified for your airplane, and the other doesn't. And the other doesn't, and it's ten times more expensive. Wow. Amazing. All right, 303-477-5600. As you can tell, live at the Rocky Mountain Car Show and Swap Meet, Rocky Mountain Regional Airport, which you haven't been up to this area. Still time, by the way. We'll be here for another hour here. The car show itself goes until 2 o'clock. It'll start to diminish, and people will flow out of here about then. Although, I'll tell you right now, the amount of cars that are here, this thing's not emptying in like five minutes. There's going to be a parade of vehicles uh, on their way out of here. So even if you're up in the area and you just want to see some great cars even driving out of here, just kind of hang around one of the local areas here or you know, one of the local streets, and you'll see a lot of cars funneling out of here because it's going to take a little bit to get everybody out uh, just because of how many people are here. And this has been a great show today, so appreciate Dick having us up, Collector Car Council, and it's been a joy to be here, so we appreciate that. Very much. Again, lines open, 303-477-5600. Any questions at all you have for us? Okay, used car market. Always something to cover when you guys are on. Where are we at with it? Is it going up? Is it going down? Everybody predicted by now the thing would just be tanked and crashed and so on, and I predicted that that wouldn't happen so far. I've been right. So have you guys, because we kind of have been in agreement on that. What kind of changes have there been? What do you expect to see here in the near future? You know, Josh and I usually gauge it off of going to the auto auction. And the last couple times we've been, things seem to be leveling off, okay. at least. Which is a good thing. But we also kind of felt that in January and February, and then we went right back up. So yep. whether it's going to stay that way or not, I Some don't know. Some of that's the time of the year, too, right? Because yeah. we're kind of entering into that kind of soft spot between now. School's not really fired back up. It's a couple of weeks away. Yeah, colleges are starting, but... People that are probably going to do college cars have already bought, and some of that's probably already been taken care of. What are your thoughts there? You know, the other thing is um, the new car lots are finally starting to fill up. Yeah, so there's a few cars on the lots now. The used car market is going to get more flooded as trade-ins happen. Okay. So this should help loosen everything up in theory. Okay. Um, but, yeah. Not I mean, crash it, by the way, because it's not it, going to no, crash there's, it. No, there's no crash in the car market right now. There's there's definitely not enough out there still. Right. So, Good. But if it levels off, that would be nice. It would be really nice to see interest rates come back down because interest rates on new cars or used cars are not fantastic. Yeah, what are we looking at right now with your bond? And, again, I know it's, it varies from new to used, and some of the new... Some of the new rates you see are being subsidized by the manufacturer that's factored into the price of the car. Trust me, you're not getting as good a deal as it, as it seems to, to be maybe online or what they're advertising because they're subsidizing some of those low rates. What's an actual rate going to be? You know, I've got a customer that's buying an 07 Prius for me right now. Um, top-notch credit, him and his wife, and they're 8.75. Okay. 
on a on an 07 with top notch credit. So roughly nine percent on top notch credit. That's that's what you're looking at. Okay. Our average interest rate we see leaving is probably 12 to 14. Okay. Um, but we also are helping first time buyers, and we're helping people that are just getting sure. into their careers too. So credit may not be quite as established as some of my other buyers. Okay. Which again, this is one of those ways you can help do that. And you guys can help with. I hope you guys listening know this. You guys can help with all of that, from finding the financing. You've got the connections. You've got the cars. You can find cars at auction if you don't have a car. On and on we go, right? Plus, you yep. get trades and things as well. Yeah, we're happy to help. And neither Josh or I are financial advisors, but we can at least steer you in the sure. right direction. It's uh-huh. like Kurt Rogers, my mortgage broker, who you know Josh and I use. I mean, Kurt's not a financial advisor either, but he can tell you the things necessary to help your credit score, what you need to do, yes. what do you shift around, yep. what should we wait on, not wait on. You know, he'll, he'll walk you through those things. You guys are in the same boat that way, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. Exactly. You know, one of the biggest pieces of advice I've got is if you've got a new driver, which is a lot of what we're doing, is co-sign for them. Help them establish uh, some credit. Good um, point. That's something that we don't learn about, you know, in our early 20s. Good point. All right, we've got a call coming in. We'll get this one in before the break. Mike up in Sterling, go ahead. Hi. I've got Hi, Mike. A, I've got a 1990 Chevrolet Lumina four-door sedan. Okay. And it was a granny car when I bought it. And uh, it's got a 3.1 and a four-speed and over. And, uh, gets great mileage, you know, like 30 miles to the gallon. And, uh, down the highway, not so good okay. around town. Okay. And, uh, kind of reaching the end of my days of driving, but I use it to go up to Cheyenne, the, the VA, and uh, you know here and there if I've got to go a long ways. And is there any interest in a car like that? Not a lot. Not a lot. No. Because of its age. Yeah. Kind of yeah. comes back to the call we had earlier on the pickup truck. I will yeah. say if it runs and drives, I mean, it's worth a couple grand at least. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Good point, so Justin. Anything yeah. that runs and drives is worth a couple grand anymore. And if it's got four-wheel drive, it's probably worth five. Yeah, good point. Yeah, it does have four. It's just front-wheel drive. And I, yep. I've taken right. really good care of it. And I had the BG transmission yep. things done with it. I mean, I mean that's a great first kids car. Yeah, yeah. Or for kids first cars. I meant is, to say, yeah. you know, not first kid, but kids first car. Yeah. So, if I was to sell it, what do you think I should ask? The paint's ask bad. Three, three grand. Yes, yeah, I'd say three. start three thirty five hundred. See what happens. You yeah. always come, you, There's an old saying, Mike. You can come down. You can't go up. Right. Yep. Yeah. 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 I, I worked in the car field for a long time and there's another saying you know there's an ass for every seat (laughs) that's right there is good point yeah okay hey thank you all right you bet no mike appreciate it very much abner and lyman hang tight we'll come right back don't go anywhere this is drive radio klz 560 at napa auto parts we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our drive-align belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. 
And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. Hey, this is Scott Watley. You know, there are many responsibilities of being a pet owner, and an important one this time of the year comes from me and our friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Hey, here's five quick rules on how to keep your pet safe in the heat of summer. Rule number one, never leave your pet inside a parked car or truck during the summer months. Leaving a pet inside a parked car is the number one cause of heat-related death in pets. It only takes a mildly warm day and a few minutes for temperatures to rise inside a parked car and they'll skyrocket to dangerous levels. For a pet in a hot car, terrible suffering and death will soon follow. Rule number two, make sure your pet has plenty of cool, fresh water at all times. Number three, limit your pet's outdoor activities to early morning and evening hours. Our rule number four, provide a shaded space for your pet when outdoors that you can supervise. And rule number five, the absolute best way to protect your pet from overheating in the heat of the summer is to keep it indoors at home where it will be cool and safe. Hey, we all love our pets. Let's keep them safe this summer. Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, 8681 Lincoln Avenue, 303-708-8050. And you can find other great tips on their blogs at LoneTreeVet.com. Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. 
Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560, Rocky Mountain Car Show and Swap Meet at the Rocky Mountain Regional Airport. Somebody called in and says there's still a restaurant up here that's open. We think there's two, one in the terminal and one outside. We're checking on the one that's outside of the terminal to make sure that it's still open. But I, it's been a few years since I ate up here, so I can't tell you for sure. But to our knowledge, yes, it is. Abner in Lyman, you're next. Hey, good morning there. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. I have a question for uh, the gentleman who was speaking. Uh, he's a pilot. I, I'm sorry, I didn't get your name. That's Josh from Legacy up in Boulder. He is a pilot, yes. Josh, so What's funny to ever. I, I had a, an interest in aviation, and I've been a driver mm-hmm. for a little more than a decade. Looking to get into learning how to fly, do you have any recommendations as to where you started and how to go about the process of starting to get into it? I mean, great I started, question. Yeah, it is a great question. I started at the local airport. So whatever's the closest airport to you, there's a, there, be a flight school. There's a flight school there. Yep. Just walk in and tell them you want to do an intro ride. They do it for next to nothing. You know, yeah, they want to get you into they it. Want, yeah, they want to yeah. get you addicted to it. Yeah, what so they they'll help do. you. So they'll take you on an intro ride, and then they'll give you all the info you need to go from there. So, you know, you're going to have to do ground school and how many hours you have to have and, and costs and all that. But yep. that's what I would do. Just walk up to the... Or go to your closest airport and find local flights. And, and you and go, go to one of the larger ones, like here at Rocky Mountain. There's probably more than one flight school there's, here. There's I'm guessing at least four. Here. Yeah, so there's four here. So again, Abner, depending upon the size of your airport, you'll find one or half a dozen, depending upon the size of the airport. And again, interview all of them. You get who well, you're the most comfortable with, and so on. And do a, do an intro ride with each one. Yes, you need to find the flight instructor that fits that you, you like. Yeah. Don't go with the guy that you're not comfortable with or the gal you're not You won't learn with. as much you, if you, you do that. You need to find the person that fits you. So that's right. That's part and it's of like it driving too. a car. Everybody's a little different. Exactly. Everybody learns differently. That's right. Awesome. Guys, thank you very much. Uh, it sounds like it's a heck of a party up there. On, uh, I hope it is. You guys is. <laughs> so I hope you guys have a good day. Enjoy the beautiful weather here Great. in Colorado. And- Abner, thank you. Appreciate it. No, thank you. You do the same, Abner. And by the way, great question. And given the fact we're at an airport, and uh, it's one of, you know, honestly, that's one of those interviews I don't know that I've ever had an actual flight instructor come on and because we do the drive radio side. But if, Josh, if you ever have anybody that wants to come on and do an interview or whatever, that'd be a blast. We could easily do that. People listening would love that. There'd be no issues doing that at all. I would love that. Yeah, I'll work on that. So you ever find somebody who wants to come on and talk and do it and just go through even what Abner just asked a moment ago? Great questions, by the way. I liked your answer, by the way. I never really thought about that. Every It's like going to school. 
you have really good luck with some teachers and mm-hmm. not with some others, and it's not because of the teacher. Some of that's just the combo in you and so on. It'd be the same way here, I've, learning how to fly. Yeah, and I've been down that road personally. You know, some you just, it doesn't work, and some it's easy. You're learning, you're confident, everything's great. Well, everybody, as you said earlier, everybody learns a little differently. Exactly. I'm kind of one of those guys where show me once, and I'm pretty dialed in, but you need to show me the correct way of what you're going to be doing, and then I could probably handle it from that point forward. But don't give me, you know, I can read the book, and yes, I can right. go through some of that, and that's great. But if you just show me, I can, I mean, I've watched Kent fix windshields from Novus. Now, can I fix a windshield? Give me the tools and everything. I've watched it once. I probably can at this point. I've seen, I learned enough even little tricks from him on how to do things where, you know, I probably could. So that's how I learn. I'm a, you know, again, I'm a little different. Don't, the book is great and you have to do all of that with the airplane side to understand that whole world as well. But I'm more of a hands on guy. Show me and show me the right way to do it and I'll pretty much be dialed in. Exactly. So everybody's a little different. They are. All right, guys, again, questions. Lines are open. We've got a half an hour left, 303-477-5600. Anything you've got when it comes to, you know, again, auto repair, driving, auto glass, you name it, let us know. Uh, and, and this is something that typically comes up from time to time. And I wanted to talk about for just a moment. We've got about five minutes here before we go to break. Window tint, which, Kent, I know you and Judy are doing some window tint and some things along those lines. And... There's a lot of misconceptions, and Justin can even speak to this as well on the used car side, a lot of misconceptions on what's legal versus what's not. You see even guys on the Internet tinting the front windshield, the entire windshield. Now, I can tell you right now in Colorado, that is not legal. You may be able to do it, and you may be able to put it on, but if you get caught with that and an officer says remove it, you will be required, you'll have a ticket, and you'll be required to move it. Am I right? You are right. And I would check with your local state, your city, city every area you're in to see what is legal in that area. Because that is one of those areas where it's not universal. It's not universal. Correct? No, it's not. not it really area. does vary from area to area, doesn't it? Totally different. And some, I can tell you this for a fact, some cities, ah, they don't even look. It's not a huge issue to them. they got so many other things to worry about, that's the least of their worries. There are other cities where the officers carry a tint meter in the car, (laughs) and they will stop you and get the little tint meter out, and they will make you roll the window down, a side window, and they'll put the meter on there. And if you're not meeting the specifications of what's required in that particular city ordinance, you'll get a ticket. You'll get a ticket, and you might have to take it off right there, or they may take the car home for you. So it just depends. (laughs) So, Kent, Kent, what's the darkest you guys are going? Oh, that's Judy's department. Um, it's usually like thirteen percent or something. I think is what's legal. Yeah, I don't get involved with that too much. So you got to be you, to Kent's point. You got to really watch your jurisdiction, and and there's a lot of different tints on the market today. I do know this just from being around that world. There's probably as many different tints on the market as there is models of cars, and I'm not exaggerating. Different from brands, different brands, colors, ceramic, non-ceramic. On down the line we go. There's so many different choices now that you really need to know what is it you want. I mean, for example, you just call around and say, "Hey, I want a price on the tint, you know, tint and window of my car." Okay, well, you may get one price that's on one end of the spectrum and one that's on the complete other end. And by the way, they both be they they both may be very accurate. 
but one may be giving you a high-end ceramic tint that, by the way, when you're looking out, looks like there's no tint on it at all, but yet when you look back in, it looks tinted. It, it literally could be from one end of it to the other because the high-end ceramic 3M is going to be much more costly than the low-end non-ceramic. The ceramic's quite a bit higher Correct? than the non-ceramic. So if you're just calling around for prices, my point is you're, you yeah. may get a huge variation unless you know specifically what you're asking for. Yeah. And most of what we're doing is 15% and 30% just to keep it generic middle of the road so if you got a car with the back windows come out of the factory with a dark tint we'll put it on the front to kind of match it so it evens it out we don't do windshields we do enough work out of our shop for the state patrol guys the sheriff guys we try to ask them for answers and what you'll do a browse with them right you can do a browse across the top of the windshield which does help in the evening hours when the sun's really you know beaten down and so on the browse do help and we try to limit that to a certain distance down we don't go hog wild and make it halfway down the windshield it's going to be the top four or five inches or we won't do it there's other people that will our shop won't we try to keep it legit and legal do the because i've you know that's one thing i've really we've never talked about this and i don't know why we haven't Used to be every windshield you ordered came with a, til- a, a built-in tint brow. Do they all now or not? Most of them do. They're green with a blue shade across the top. But there is more and more that are just a green tint with no shade at all across the top. That's what I thought. So it's kind of a 50-50. Some of them you have a choice. Sometimes you don't have a choice. This is what you get. But a lot of people, if you drive a lot, the blue shade across the top is very handy. Right. Keeps the sun out of your face a little bit. Right. So Is that because of... ADOS systems and things like that as to why the shades changed on windshields no, or just the way it is? Just the way it is. Because most of the ADOS systems with the cameras, there's a special place made in that window for the camera. There's nothing there. So there's nothing there. It's a special, specific spot for it Okay. with a bracket attached to it. So, yeah, it has nothing to do with the blue shade. Just sometimes they have them, sometimes they don't. Okay. I know in the past we've talked about this. F-150. How many windshields are made for an F-150? For a newer F-150, you're probably looking at 20 different windshields for that one vehicle. The next model may have 10 of them. Next will be 20. <laughs> some of the Jeeps are probably, there's 30 windows for some of these Jeez. new Jeep Cherokees and Unbelievable. Wranglers and stuff. And which one do you have and which one are you going to buy? So, again, that comes down to if you're just calling around looking for different pricing, you may not even get accurate pricing because if you don't have the VIN number and know specifically the options on your car, you may not even have an accurate yeah, price, you're not right? getting an accurate price. You're not. So you be specific to that car. Or you're not pricing the same thing. Because I know from just talking to you guys, there's times where you'll order a windshield in, get the old one out, and it's like, well, this isn't what this said it was going to have on it. Right. right? And you better have the camera, the rain suit. <laughs> Whatever that car is equipped with is what you better go back with. Because all of a sudden, you don't want those devices dangling from the top of the car. Oh, It has to yeah. go back into that specific windshield. We've had cars in with ADOS and the wrong windshield in it, yeah. just covering the cameras. And yeah, you don't want to do that. No, yeah. you don't. Because as we're learning, all the cameras are tied into the cruise control and the, oh, the yeah. crash detection. All those systems are tied together. If you disconnect one, then the rest of yeah. them aren't going to work. No, nothing. So, and that, I, that just ruins the car. Okay, and what's leaving right now, we got a, hey, Louie, thanks. Louie, my pinstriper is waving at us, so, which is who did the lettering on my trailer and all that as well. So this plane leaving. I said before ever doing this show that this is a fair-size airport. It is. With a fair-size runway, you can land some fair-size planes. So, Josh, that particular plane leaving, I mean, it's not a 737, although it's darn stinking close. Close. Yeah, it's one of the golf streams. It's, it's a big one. It's a big, it's a big one. one. Yeah. yeah, that's an expensive <laughs> airplane leaving right now, by the way. I mean, that's, that is millions upon millions of dollars that's, that's leaving right now. And it's, we are live at the Rocky Mountain Regional Airport. So I think that's... One of the billionaire's brothers who lives ah, around here. Gotcha. Uh, I know who you're talking yeah. about. 
Okay, got it. Okay, well, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere live at the Rocky Mountain Car Show and Swap Meet. Appreciate you guys joint coming out and saying hi, by the way. Half an hour left. Give us a call. Any questions you've got, Drive Radio, KLZ 560-303-477-5600. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, Yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes, And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21%. With the feds continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room, consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. Now is the time. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. We can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a low blended rate. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Coloradans since 2001. Let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DOOR, equal credit lender. Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. 
By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679 and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. Are you looking for a healthcare provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. All right, we are back, and we got a couple of segments left. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Rocky Mountain Regional Airport is where we're at for the Rocky Mountain Car Show and Swap Meet. And I should mention, somebody texted us in. It's a JSX who flies to about three or four locations, I want to say, out of this particular airport. It's a small commercial airline. They go to Vegas. Somebody actually texted and said, you know, it's a little bit more money, but the convenience factor of flying out of here, if you're going to someplace like Vegas, was well worth it. So food for thought. That's the size of the airport, little terminal and all of that. Uh, back to window 10. I want to get to that in a moment because somebody mentioned a couple of things that I wanted to get even Kent and Justin's opinion on because somebody had a great point on window 10 a moment ago we'll talk about. But, Justin, you had a question for Kent that you were asking that I made you stop because it's a great question that we get periodically that I wanted you to ask Kent directly. So go for it. You know, everyone always complains about here in Colorado we've got more rocks on the road and we're going through more windshields. Is there a difference between aftermarket windshields and the manufacturer's windshield? I would say not. No, the because most the of the the quality is the same. It all has to meet certain requirements for the government crash test. They have to make them up to certain standards. They can't make them. Uh, most of manufacturers, car manufacturers, are hiring the aftermarket people to make their windshields. Put their yeah, they don't make glass. It. They don't make glass. They hire someone to make it. Just like so they don't make an alternator. They may PGW may make the Ford windows or whatever. I don't know all the details, but they make that window for Ford or GM. Put their label on it. There might be a small difference in size because GM wants it to a certain spec size-wise where the aftermarket may not be, but they're all made in the same factories. And is that a thickness of the glass? No, it may be the, the actual size, the actual overall size, size of it, maybe a freckle different. But they but a freckle difference over a million windshields may lower the price of the aftermarket yeah. versus the factory one. That's where some of that there price difference comes from. Touch less quality, but overall you can't see it. It's pretty much the same glass. So if I don't want to file an insurance claim, it's just fine to go with you and get an aftermarket yeah. piece of glass yes. and save some money. Yes. And most insurance companies are going to pay for the aftermarket. Yeah, they're not paying for, for OEM anyway. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Very few are going to pay OEM. I've had a number of windshields over the years. You can see where they scratch. 
scratched out the GM label and sell it to us as aftermarket. Oh, geez. So you know it's the exact same product. We see that a lot with the uh, automotive parts. Yeah. We got a Napa part the other day that had a a Mazda logo on it. Yeah. And they protect their brand. That's right. It's all about the brand. All right, before we go to Dave, hang tight. I had a couple of questions on the whole window tint thing regarding new cars, used cars. So a lot of dealers will tint a car before they sell it. You know, it'll... It's their add-on. They're doing their little, you know, upsells and blah, 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 and it may have tint. So, yes, somebody mentioned, you know, you probably should make sure that all of the tint and everything is correct when you're buying that car from said dealer. The same would be true on a used car where somebody may have tinted it darker than they were supposed to. They traded it in. Dealer didn't look look at anything, didn't do anything different, went ahead, and they're now going to sell that vehicle with maybe tint on it that's not technically legal. So it's, by the way, I think, great point. It's one of those things you probably should be looking at when you're looking at some of these cars, even that are being sold by a private seller. Are these things going to be legal or not once you buy said vehicle? Because if yes. not, you better take it off and redo it. Yep. You better look at that some of that stuff. So here's a question. Other than the police departments, where do you get a meter to tell you how, how dark it actually is? Well, I would say you could buy one online. Some of your auto parts stores should have them. Okay. And buy an actual tint meter buy where you can actually read what it is. Yep. Okay. And then go online and see what the laws are for your area. Worst comes to worst, I guess you could have a policeman come by and check it yeah. for you, right? Because they typically have that as Colorado well. Colorado State Patrol carries them. Okay. I'd stop and ask one of those guys. They'd be, okay. they'd be glad to help you. Okay. They're, they're nice guys. All right. Dave in Centennial, you're next. Go ahead, Dave. Uh, an all-wheel drive in a hybrid combination because it doesn't seem that they put that combination together with all-wheel drive. Does Toyota do that? Is that what you said? Does Toyota do an all-wheel yeah. drive hybrid? Well, I don't they think do Toyota an does, but I believe drive. Lexus does. No, the, the uh, Rav4, all-wheel. The Rav4 is all-wheel drive hybrid. Okay, so there's one. Yep, and the Highlander is all-wheel drive. That's true. Too. They, they do it as well. That's right. But they don't. Right. Do well, a, they don't well, all-wheel drive in a Camry, do I don't they? Think so. No, Not but they Camry. do it on the new Tacomas. Are going to be that way, and the, the Tundras are, yep, and the Sequoias are. are. So yeah. actually, there's quite a few on the Toyota side. I was wrong. It's not just the Lexus side. There's quite a few Toyotas actually now that are hybrid all-wheel drive, Dave, or four-wheel drive. Are they? Yeah, because I was yes. looking at yeah. the Camry and looking at it, and because uh, I've got a Camry is not. I don't think Camry is. I think it's. A, I think it's front only. With the with the hybrid. Well, Correct. Camry makes right. an all-wheel drive. Is they make an all-wheel drive, but they do. They don't seem. But they not in a hybrid. Either. Right. Why don't they do that? I think they're trying to go for more efficiency with the cars because they're kind of following the Prius on the cars. They know once you buy a sport Ute that you're planning on not having quite the hybrid efficiency. So that's why they do it. And then the sport utility, everybody kind of wants the four-wheel drive, too. So I think in the cars, that's why they're not doing it, is because you're going to you know, kind of destroy the hybrid efficiency with the all-wheel drive system in the car. Well, because that would be ideal. I mean, with the hybrid and the Toyota, they've got that down pat. But um, mm-hmm. why they don't do the combination of hybrid and all-wheel drive, it's just... Uh, would just add you can get it more. now in a Corolla. All-wheel drive hybrid yeah. Corolla. Yes, you can now get it that. in a Corolla. Yeah, but who wants to drive a Corolla when you which can is, drive a Which is smaller. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I'm not arguing that, but that I've just given you the facts. 
All right. Thanks, now, Joe. Love the I show. Also, I also think, on, as far as the same, yep. real quick, Dave, I think as far as the same size car, I think you could move into a lower-end Lexus mm-hmm. and do all-wheel drive hybrid, but you'll have to double-check me on that. I'm doing this from memory, and I don't have my, I can't, and I have as fast a service because I'm connected back to the station via cell and right. all that, and I don't want to screw my connection up, so I'm not really browsing around the Internet, but I think you can do a low-end Lexus that way. Well, the price of poker goes up immediately when you talk to name, you know, between Lexus and Toyota. So they're both the same. Well, car, like between an Avalon and an ES, you're about five grand. So yeah, it is more money. You're correct. Well, if you're looking at a, a hybrid Rav4 or a hybrid Highlander, you're going to pay an addendum on top of the sticker price too. Right, you are now. Yeah. Because yeah. there's not that no, many out there. So. Which I don't agree with. No, I don't either. So. I won't pay that. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Love to. Dave, no, thank you. Appreciate it very much. Great, great call. Uh, Jeff in Western Montana, Mark in Denver. Guys, hang tight. We'll come right back. Uh, One is on a windshield. The other is on a regular vehicle question. We'll come right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly? And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to chance. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what? Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases, an indoor shop to perform the calibration. 
calibrations. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. All right, we are back. Last segment, by the way. We're at the Rocky Mountain Car Show and Swap Meet, Rocky Mountain Airport. Appreciate, uh, by the way, being up here and have really enjoyed it. Uh, met Mickey, by the way, you're yes. one of your guys that works for you. Yes. I've talked to him many times, but finally met him face-to-face, so thanks for coming by. I appreciate that very much. And Jeff in Western Montana is next. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, just a real quick comment on a point you made earlier about the, the value of getting into a vehicle and actually checking it out physically before before you yes. buy it. Uh, when I was in the, in the market for a replacement pickup truck, I was looking at small pickup trucks and uh, pretty much looked at everything from the Gladiator to the, uh, the Ford. And uh, I... I there were little things that I hadn't even thought about that when I got in there, I went, wait a minute, this doesn't work. Like, we bought a ridgeline, but I didn't want a new ridgeline because I didn't like the way the shifter, it didn't have a shifter. And right. In my mind, it was there like, is no shifter. They're hidden right. yeah. in every car. That's right. And things. And I, went, <laughs> yep. I don't like that. I, I want to have a shifter. So uh, that's why I did a 2019 instead of a new one. And Even though the new the, shifters uh, are electronic as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. They just look that's like right. a shifter, I mean, it, too. That's right. I mean, it's all about appearance. But, you know, when you get in there, there's just something about having it. Yeah, that's true. Um, and it's a personal preference. I'm not saying that's what's yep. right for everybody. That's my idiot. No, I hear you. But, but then also I like the, the buttons uh, because I like the clean look, but that's just me. Yeah. I mean, to each his own. So yep. on the Ranger, I went and looked at the flip up of the rear seats because I was considering a Ranger, and they didn't flip up all the way. They only went up about two thirds, and it was like, well, this is funny. And then also, when I got in the Ridgeline, I found out it was about five inches wider than the Ranger, which just generally yep. made it an easier it vehicle is. to be in with my wife and I. It is. And so, so you know, it was just those little things that I hadn't even considered. I'd never thought about the rear seat folding up. But in the, in the ridge right. line, they go all the way up and they click in place, and it's a clean look for when you're hauling stuff. It gives you more room, and it's, right. so it's just just your point of you know it's, it's good to take a look and understand exactly what you're buying yep. and what fits you before you get in. It. Agree, yep. agree. Re- great, great comments, re- Jeff. Yeah, regarding your question of the day, uh, I'd want a vehicle that uh, that runs on BS bovine scat. <laughs> I, I figured DC could power all of our vehicles for free. Yes, yes, good one, Jeff. I'll leave you with that. That's a good one. Thanks, man. Appreciate the phone call and uh, spot on. Mark in Denver, you're up. Go ahead, sir. This is Mark. How are you guys doing? Hey, Mark. Good seeing you. Nice to meet you face-to-face last week. Well, you met me last week. I was there today, but you were a busy boy, so I didn't. It's been busy it. today. Yes, it has. So, did you get my information on the Baker Garage for that lady for the nine? I did. Yep, I mentioned that earlier as well. So, thank you for that. Appreciate it. Good. Yeah, they're they're experts in older Porsche. So, to the windshield guys, question for you: What experience do you have on older Porsche windshields? Very little. 
My shops in Northeast well, Colorado, we don't see. Many, you don't have a lot of Porsches. We don't see Sterling, any Mercedes or Porsches. So. Unless it's got, unless it's got green and says John Deere, yes. Mark. Right. <laughs> I've got 25 years of experience, and I don't know much about Porsches. So, to be honest with you. But if you want a tractor done, he's your yes, guy. If you want farm equipment done, I can talk to you all day. That's right. <laughs> so. That's right. So I'm not much good for your Porsche question. Oh, that's all right. It's a gluten windshield, and and this is where I disagree. you got to get a factory part, even though they don't make it. That's probably right on on that one, yeah. Some of those models, yes, it's a downfall. It's a factory item. Good luck. You pay up for it. It's probably installed just like the rest of the cars, but uh, good luck finding the part. Well, this Porsche money is no optic. You know that. That's right. And some of the older, yeah. the older ones were rubber gasket, but the newer ones are glued in. Almost everything new is glued in, but the parts are the problem, and you pay for the name. Yep. So. Well, the name's really good, so yeah. it's okay with me. <laughs> it is. It brings a little more money, but you pay more money. So. That's all right for you, Mark. You're fine. It, it was a great show. It was a great well, show. thank I was you. very impressed today. Yes. And uh, my favorite car was the 74 2002 TII. That's a lot of muscle cars out there, but this guy uh, built this car. It was very precision. It was very nice. Nice. BMW. Nice. Nice. So Nice. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. You bet. No, thank you, Mark. Appreciate it very much. Thanks for the phone call. And uh, mean that sincerely. So, yeah, Kent, Kent can help, help you with any tractor install. Any antique John Deere stuff and or any new farm equipment. And yeah, the new stuff you do a lot of. seem to well, do a lot of it. New equipment, period, yes. you do a lot of it. It doesn't have to be farm equipment. Any it kind could be of anything. construction equipment, yeah. farm equipment, we seem to know a lot about it. You do a ton of that. We do it daily. You do a lot more than most guys in Denver would even, they wouldn't even know where to start on some Pretty of that stuff. Pretty much, I'm doing more than most people are. Yeah, because yeah, they don't know anything about that kind of stuff. Well, we just don't, no offense, we just don't have it. Yeah, in, in the world we're in, it's all semis, farm equipment, construction equipment, and basic cars. Speaking really quick of the of, of uh, Jeff calling in about the cars and the flip-up seats, one of the things, I almost canceled my order over this, but I decided to go ahead and keep it and do it anyways. But one of my complaints on the new Colorado is, they screwed the back seat up. Mine, it will flip up, okay. or the back will flip down. Yeah. So you can have a nice flat surface layer of stuff on it. Your new truck, the back seat doesn't lay down. It only uh, flips up. I'll have to look at that. I have not opened sucks. the back door yet. So. Yeah, the yeah. back doesn't fold down. And I'm like, you didn't change enough here to change that. Yeah. Why are you cheaping out on me? Because <laughs> I can. <laughs> it's like, come on. I like the way it is now. I like having that seat. Yeah. You know, two reasons. I like having those seats fold down. One, it just makes everything nice and flat. You can throw stuff on it. It's easy. The other thing I like about it is you just have less wear and tear on any of the seat material itself. Yeah. Not that I'm parked outside a lot, and I'm weird, and I get it, and my wife will be the first to admit that. But I like the fact that you don't have to have everything out in the open. You can close it all up, and it just stays that way. Does this yeah. mean you don't have any storage behind those seats now either? No. Probably not. And I do now, so thank you, Justin. I yeah. don't ha- right now. I can currently put. I've got a shovel and some different things. Yeah. I can put the snow brush in the summertime, and I can put all that crap behind the back seat. Where the new one, you will not be able to. And they've given you a little bit more depth under the seat on the new one than mine, and they added some storage in the tailgate. So you now have, if you lower your tailgate down in the back, there's a there's a storage compartment in the tailgate itself. To kind of, I guess, make up for what you're losing in that back seat area. Was, but why, aware did, of that one. why didn't they give us both? 
I mean, you could have had the tailgate and the back seat area as well. Somebody said it's because they've tried to move the back seat back about an inch or so, inch and a half, to give a little more leg room in the new Colorado versus the old one. Personally, I could care less about that. No one's riding back there anyways. Not a lot of leg room. If you and I walk oh, right no. back there. Oh, no, you got to put a little well. kid back there because there yeah. ain't any room. Or Move Justin maybe could ride there. And... He's a little guy. He can get <laughs> yeah. in there. Yeah. I, I'm need, not. I need my booster seat, but... <laughs> But I'm you, not getting back there. You also buy it knowing there's not a lot of room. Yeah, yeah, I'm not buying it to put people in the back seat. Yeah. I'm buying it to put my crap in the back seat. Now, the other thing most people don't know, the only way you're going to buy a new Colorado is four-door short short box. Yep. You're not buying it any other way right now. There is no other option. Six-foot box. On there's Colorado. no extended cab. There's no long box. There's no nothing. It's a crew cab short box only. That's all you're buying. Are they making a two-door? Not that I know it's of. Just a four-door. So if you want the existing, like, extended cab, longer box, whatever, Colorado, you better buy that now because the new version, when it becomes fully deliverable, which is what they're working on right now. In fact, I don't know if you can buy the old model now. I think whatever's left on lots is probably all you're going to buy. So if you want that particular truck, you better go find one on a lot and buy it because you're not going to buy a new one that way. You know, John, I saw an argument on Facebook last week. I'm sure you'd know the answer to this. Can you buy a one-ton Dodge single cab? No. You can't. They don't even make no. it. Wow. Well, I saw one of these, and they had to have made that truck. Yeah. Someone no, had to have. You're not buying a one-ton. So what is Ram putting out? The four-doors? Uh, yes, and you can get still. i got to look. I don't even think you can get the short cab. I think it's just a crew cab only crew now. Crew cab's wow. all they're doing. Yeah, that's all they're doing. Wow. There's no short. There's not even the short rear door like they used to make. It's all crew cab and crew cab only. Yeah. Now, you can get a mega cab. So you okay. still two cab configurations. You can do the crew cab and or mega cab, okay. which I love because that room behind the another seat, again, mm-hmm. you get another, like, I don't know, six, eight inches of yeah. room behind the back seat that gives you really a lot. You can actually put quite a bit of stuff back there. Downside is, which, again, I don't understand why Dodge does this, or Ram. I always get corrected on that. But to me, it's always going to be Dodge. Sorry. Just it is <laughs> yeah. what it is. The downside to the mega cab, you get the room behind the seat, but then they take away the storage compartments in the floor that are on all the other trucks, which oh. are kind of cool to put. Yeah. Junk in. Toe straps. Ice. Ratchet straps. Whatever. There's ice. holes in them. You throw them ice. Yeah. You can do all sorts of stuff yeah. with it, which is kind of cool to have. Those are great. But in the Mega Cab, you lose that. So it's like. That doesn't make any sense. I thank you. <laughs> like, why can't I have both? These manufacturers at times don't think. I'm sorry. They don't think about how the people on Main Street use the trucks. That's right. Maybe that's where they put your urea your, your tank is there. Oh, that could be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, for, yeah. that's for your diesel exhaust fluid. That's where you pee yeah. in it. Yeah. Sorry. No, I didn't say that, did I? Um, all right, guys, thanks. By the way, it's been a great show today. We've got a minute, about a minute left is all. want to go around the table. First off, Josh, give everybody the phone numbers to Ridgeline Auto Brokers and Legacy as well because if you need either, either thing done, buying a car, trading a car in, trading up, trading down, whatever it happens to be. You can do all that at Ridgeline, but you guys also fix all your cars and we do everything do. there at Legacy as well. Plus, anybody that needs something done, they can take it to you also. So Legacy 303-396-0555, and then I'll let Justin do Ridgeline. Uh, Ridgeline Auto Brokers, 303-442-4141. All right, Kent, you guys nope. up in Sterling, which Nova's folks glasses. can drive up and see if yep, they need not to. Not that far away, Novus nope. Sterling. 970-520-2525. And some of you guys have really nicer cars and you want something done a little differently and a little extra attention, yes, drive up, see Kent up in Nova Sterling. They'd love to help you out. Outside of that, guys, we're going to get out of here. Appreciate, again, being out at Rocky Mountain Regional Airport. Collector Car Council, Dick and all of his crew, thank you guys very, very much. If you're listening, we appreciate the opportunity to be here. Uh, very much so. Sportsman of Colorado is coming up next. Charlie back in the studio and Larry Unger, guys, thank you very much as well. Tanner, thanks for coming down and helping out as well. We appreciate that also. Guys, have a great rest of the weekend. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. 
Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com, email your questions and comments, download previous programs, and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.